Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, and, of course, my blog talk radio community and those who will be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And our sponsor, Audible.com, has over 180,000 audio products and spoken word audio books. And you can get a free audio book of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And, of course, a little bit later, I will be sharing my audio book selection with you this week. Well, I had a wonderful day, relaxing day, actually relaxing few days. So I am looking forward and excited about tonight's interview because we have Nikita Thigpen, and she is going to be saying, yes, we can make balanced living a reality. So I am looking forward to sharing my interview with her, um, Nikita she is currently doing some work in New York, so we did our pre-recording last week, but it is very, very informative, lots of information, and an interview you'll want to listen to over and over again. And of course, I will be following up with just a few tips on how-tos, just some things you may want to think about as far as when you're deciding to live a balanced life, and of course... We are going to have my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion as well, and I will be sharing how you can take back your power over clutter and chaos in your home, in your office, as well as your life. Before I share my interview with you, with Nikita with you, um, I went on mayoclinic.org, and I found the consequences of poor work-life balance. These are the consequences when we don't live that balanced life. Number one is fatigue, and that's when we're tired, your ability to work productively and think clearly might suffer because we've all tried to work while we are actually tired, and it takes us longer to do tasks. Poor health, stress associated with adverse effects on the immune system and can worsen the symptoms you experience from any medical condition. Lost time with friends and loved ones. If you're working too much, you might miss important family events and even milestones. And increased expectations. If you regularly work extra hours, you might be given extra responsibility. So remember that, people. 
But tonight, our guest is Nikita Thigpen, and she is a balance and relationship advisor, author, sought-after speaker, and host of the weekly podcast, Balanced Bold. Her purpose is to empower and motivate those willing to undertake the arduous pursuit of attaining the life they want. As a licensed clinical social worker, Nikita forged a successful career helping families push through challenges caused by personal trauma, loss of confidence, and fractured communication within their relationship. Go on to take the best of her education, aptitude, and experience and founded ThickPro Balance and Relationship Management Institute, a sustainable company that helps women in business and entrepreneurs transition through significant life change, through micro-retreats and intensive that breaks the box of limitations, outdated norms, and expectations that bound their brilliance and stifles growth. She is, she has been the president, the Philadelphia chapter president of the National Association of Professional Women, 2012-14. She is the author of the forthcoming book, Selfish, Breaking Free from Expectations and Living Life Boldly. She hosts the Balance Boldly podcast and the leading the campaign to hashtag shake the shame that plagues high-achieving women and stunts profit and personal growth across industries and nations. And Nikita has been featured on the Lifestyle Channel, a featured expert on dozens of terrestrial and online radio shows, and is the recipient of the NAACP 101 Top Influences in Philadelphia and the National Association of Professional Women of Excellence Award. So that is our guest this evening. So sit back and just take in my interview with Nikita Big pen. Well, listeners, as you have heard from the bio, I have got Nakia Thigpen, and I want to just thank you for joining me tonight on my birthday, but also I am excited because you are the guru in balanced living and making a reality. So thank you, Nikita. Thank you for welcoming me. I am honored, Janet. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you were the perfect guest because, of course, it's my birthday, and that's one of the things I'm working on as I get older is really balancing my life. But I know it is possible, and so many people don't feel that it is. So before I get into the questions, I want to ask you, what made you start your company, Big Pro? Oh, sure. Um, Well, of course, like most people, I took quite a few pivots in life. Um, Some of those turns were smaller than others. Before I got started with the company, uh, my background as a professional, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, um, and all my expertise is in trauma. Um, I was a sexual assault response uh, technician at Children's Hospital, working the emergency room, special delivery, Um, the trauma department, doing all those things. And when I had received my vision for this grand global self-care institution, which is now ThigPro, of course, we're not quite 
you know, where I want to be for my grand vision. Um, when I received it, I was still at CHOP at the time, and I was honestly a little afraid of the thing I had asked for. I had asked um, God, I'm a very spiritual person, I asked God to show me where he wanted me to go in life. I didn't ask him how to start. I just asked him to show me where I was going. <laughs> mm. um, and I received this grandiose vision. It was very detailed, um, layers and layers and layers of things that I could see. It was definitely much bigger than anything I could imagine. And I didn't know how to start it because at the time I was um, a, a lead clinician, but I was, you know, quote, unquote, just a clinician inside of a hospital doing amazing things. I loved the work that I did with families. It was all about relationships and human behavior and helping people through their grief and understanding, you know, truth and lies and deception and all those different things and providing support. So that's always been a part of who I am. Um, but, again, I didn't know what to do. So I, Nikita, got in the way, and I started to tell myself that I was missing and lacking some elements that I would need, like business development or some hierarchical uh, administrative level skills. So I made a decision to leave CHOP, uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and go to another organization so I could get that higher level skill. Um, and I, you know, got what I was seeking. I went to become a director at Support Center of Child Advocates, and I had all these great tasks and abilities and challenges that on paper looked exactly like what I thought I needed to kind of bridge um, the gap of what I thought I was missing so I could finally start this company, right, um, mm -hmm. this, this, which is still kind of an esoteric dream for me in, in so many ways. Um, and I got there, and Janet, I hated it. Um, I didn't ha I hate it because it was this overwhelming challenge. I hated it because I could do it in my sleep. Um, and I am someone who needs, you know, I'm that child that needs to be challenged. I'm that person who, you know, if you sit me in a box with things that are too easy to do, I'm going to cause havoc um, because I, I need, you know, I need something else um, to, to keep me focused. Um, and everything that I was doing um, was were things that, you know, outside of your kind of three-month onboarding of understanding the unique systems of a, a new location, it just wasn't in alignment with what I thought I needed to kind of press me and show me how much I needed to learn. What it did, in hindsight, and no reflection is 2020, it showed me that I already had every single thing that I needed to start at that time. But because of my own fear and my disbelief and my ability, um, I got in the way, and I caused a lot of havoc before I started uh, what I was supposed to do, which was my company, which is now Big Pro, uh, Big Pro mm -hmm. Balance and Relationships Management Institute. So. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's interesting how you said that everything you needed, you had in you. And I think yeah. a lot of listeners, well, they need to listen to that, but I know I can relate because now I'm doing something completely different than I ever thought I would be doing right now. Mm -hmm. But because I have it in me that because a friend said, well, Janet, you got the organizing stuff in you, so it's just come naturally. And I'm like, I was just amazed because it's like they threw me in this departmental mess, but I've been able to do processes and procedures and, and this and that. And it's like, wow. So, yeah, you're right. We all have that thing in us. And like you said, sometimes it gets in the way, and I had the fear and the frustration and everything, which is why my next question is, what made you focus on balance 
as well as relationship management because it lists that I've been following Nikita for a while. And she's got some awesome articles out there, which I'll tell you about, you know, at the end of our conversation. So, Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so for me, you know how people say the thing that keeps you up in the middle of the night, the thing that disrupts your life is mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be focused? Uh, for me, that was balance. You know, the, the thing that disrupted my life um, all those many, many years, I'm a, I was a young mom. Um, I had my first child. I had two children. I had the first one in my freshman year of college. Uh, well, technically the bridge of sophomore by the time he came out, you know, I was already ready for another semester. Um, and I got married young. I did, you know, I did a lot of things out of order, Um I caused a lot of imbalance in a, in a lot of ways, again, letting Nikita get in the way. Um, you know, the, the things that I didn't think I could do or just trying to be in control of something. Uh, but for me, what the true definition of balance is, is this a reflection. It is a mirror reflection of your truth. When you are in balance, it is because you are not living in your truth. You're not speaking, believing, thinking, or doing the things that really matter to you the most in a bold way. And I wasn't. You know, we learned very early to put on a mask. You know, when you get this job, you act a certain way. When you go into school, you do things a certain way. You speak to people a certain way. You know, even if you don't know what's the the theme, you know, fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. You know, all those things. Now, granted, I understand, just like a child, I was just having this conversation with a really, really good friend of mine this morning. You know, toddlers learn to walk by mimicking the gait of the adults in front of them. They learn to read and speak by mimicking others. So there is some very valuable techniques in kind of mimicking someone that you aspire or uh, that just you have in front of you, the only thing or person that you know to follow may be right in front of you, plus or minus, whatever that means in terms of their personality. But at some point, you have to stroll on your own. You have to stop mimicking the gait of someone else. You have to stop faking it because now you're at a place where you, quote, unquote, made it, at least made it to a space where you can walk on your own. And when do you choose to start doing that and showing that you have a little bit of a different stride? Maybe you got a tilt. You know, maybe you got a little swag Mm -hmm. in your stride. When do you show your own instead of feeling like you have to stay in this box. And very early on, um, and, and that message would replay for me many times over my life, um, but very early on I learned that it wasn't a good space for me to be in a place of posturing or pretending. That's not who I am. I'm a, I joke and say all the time, I'm a speaker who can't speak. You know, I make up Nikita-isms. I make up words when I'm talking to, <laughs> to relay a message and, um, I'm quirky and I'm expressive, and you see me on Periscope and other things. My hands go all over the place and my eyes are moving because I'm visual, and I'm very unapologetic about it because uh, I learned that when I tried to tame myself and hold my hands a certain way and do things, all kinds of unnatural things were happening to my body. I got nervous and scared, and it wasn't in the good kind of exciting way. It was in a, de- a debilitating way, and I started to not – be who I was because I was no longer breathing on my own. I was breathing someone else's air mm-hmm. in the box, which is opposite of what I teach other people. Even as a clinician, I'm helping other people with stress management and self-care and better communication skills with yourself and others. Yet on the outside, because of the growth you know, curve that I was thinking I needed to, to go, these expectations I had of myself, it was no one else's, it was my private expectations mm-hmm. that were bound, they were bounding my brilliance. Because of that, 
um, I was losing relationship with myself. And that is the most important. Your relationship with yourself mm. dictates how you will relate with your intimate partner, your children, your siblings, your parents, and if you're in business like we are, inside your partnerships, not just a business partner, but all those networking and connecting people that you will, you know, grow to, to be with that will help elevate your business as you elevate them. If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, it's going to vomit and spill and taint over into all of those relationships, even without you meaning to intentionally do it. Um, and because I saw that so often, I saw the imbalance of people, and I saw that it was affecting their relationships, um, and that literally affected their growth. It affects your money. You know, the reality mm-hmm. is if you're unbalanced and you have poor relationship management of yourself, let alone of other people, which is, you know, all tied in there, you are probably not as profitable in your finances, in your health, in your obviously in your relationships, in your spiritual connection, um, or in your personal power, your emotional center as you should be. So for me, it was a very holistic way to bring it together. Mm. And that is powerful because as you were talking, I was thinking of a woman I was sitting down with and, and how her imbalance, because she continually gives to different organizations and groups mm-hmm. of her time and her expertise, but she's not getting compensated for it. And she's stressed out for it. And I said, you have to get to a place where it's okay to say no. I mm-hmm. say, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You're not saying anything against the organization, but sometimes you got to do some like I said, self-care. I cannot yeah. continue to give of my time, my energy, my expertise, and I value myself to a point where, yes, I will give to you. I love doing charity work, but there's got to be some type of balance. Wow, that was just like a, I was just sitting here just trying to take notes, listening to you. It was, it was really <laughs> wonderful. No, so, I'm honored. Thank you. Um, so can you share a few ways on what prevents us from living a balanced life? Because everybody wants to do it. We And we've all done things that we shouldn't do. So can you just share a few of those ways? Yeah. I mean, there, in terms of the blockers that, that keep us from being balanced, mm-hmm. yes. uh, some of it is the fact that we have these outdated norms that we're trying to fit in. You know, that box that uh, somewhere, somewhere, your mama, your daddy, your grandma, somebody told you you're supposed to do things a certain way. And those norms have not caught up with the changing times. You know, they didn't have social media when those norms were set. They didn't have the, the, the rules uh, that disrupt the game in terms of, you know, women who are dating again and men who are dating again. Well, now, you know, you saying no and rejecting someone is publicized on Twitter, you know, and, you know, yeah. they're, it's spreading in different ways. So a lot of those norms just don't um, – they're, they're hindering us because they have not allowed for the times and all the advances of our brilliance as a collective to keep up. But more importantly, Janet, I feel like it's the limitations that we allow to bound our brilliance. Um, we have these limitations in our head that are filthy and dirty and tethered to lack. We believe that someone who looks like what we think we want to be, and let's assume that it's really what we might want, at least in this hour, because, you know, the next hour you've kind of changed your mind and you've thought of, you know, mm-hmm. of a new thought, mm-hmm. right, especially if you're creative. Um, your, your mind is constantly rolling and going. Mm-hmm. We'll see, uh, like you're a professional organizer, you have all these great skills that go well above and beyond what you do, but let's say you see another person who has the same certifications as you, kind of, you know, on paper, 
if you remove the photo and the name, you look very similar on paper. But people forget that there's a unique difference that you were born and designed with. So even though you may look the same on paper, if someone just looked at your website versus his or her website and so on and so forth, um, that the skill set may be the same, but they forgot about the gift. The gift is never the same. Even if I have the gift of help and you have the gift of help, we use that to get in that same house to help that person. We're, you're climbing through the window, I'm going through the back door. Because mm-hmm. that person on the inside needs all of us to come in and help them at a different point in their, in their life together. And we live in this space of, well, you know, she looks like me, so I can't possibly build better with her. Or, or build better with him because we're competition. The only competition you have is yourself. And as soon as people realize that, that we are our biggest issue, we are the barrier that we need to bust through, as soon as we get that, we will realize just how unstoppable, unstoppable we are and become more balanced because now we have finally embraced our truth, as ugly as it may look. And that would be the very first thing that I would say has to be done. Mm. And that is powerful. And you're so right because even within, like you said, the organizing industry, when I was younger and I started out, I would look at all the different things the other organizers would do and I would compare myself. But now, because I'm older, mature, I look at them as I see their creativity, I applaud it. Um, And it's interesting, some of the relationships I've developed with some of my colleagues, it is international. So you're mm-hmm. right. We all bring a special gift. Like I know one woman, she can go into high-end homes, and she just does a magnificent job. But for me, sometimes it's working with these people just one-on-one. One woman, she got mm-hmm. so overwhelmed because she had to do a, get all her paperwork together for a class action lawsuit, and she looked like she was in tears, and I said, just give it to me. And mm-hmm. she's like, really, Janet? I said, just give it to me. I already knew. All I knew was just do spreadsheets. Put the information, boom, it would have, it's done. It was done in an hour, but she was just so like, and she just cried on my shoulder. I said, it's okay. Now you mm-hmm. get yourself together, you pack, and you get ready for your cruise, and I will take care of this. And sometimes, like, I know what my gift is. My gift is seeing, going in there, and just giving people peace and calm. So you're right, Nikita. So I'm yes. enjoying this interview. I love this interview is for me. For me and my, this was you are my birthday present. This was this was for. Ooh, happy birthday! <laughs> um. So, how are so? What are some things that people maybe like a couple of things they can do to to bring that balance back to give to themselves? Because one of the things I'm doing moving forward is I'm getting a massage a week. I I, I deserve it. I got one last night, and it was just like oh. I'm like, oh yeah. Every week. Yeah. So what is so what are some of the things? First of all, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can feel that right now. Um, I'm very visual, you know that. Um, the very first thing I think is seeking clarity. Um, for a lot of people because they have a, a mask over them that's suffocating. Um, and they need to catch their breath. One of the ways you can catch your breath is to kind of open up the world of possibilities is to gain a little clarity on what it is, what it is that you really want, not what you think you, you're supposed to do because someone said or even you said. You know, when I was three, I said I was going to be a pediatrician that worked outside of a house, you know, and had a, a, a psychology office on the side. That's what I said when I was three. Do I hold myself to that because I said it at three and I repeated it at ten? 
No. What do you really want now in your grown state with all the pivots and experience and life and loss and, and happiness, all the things that you've had, what do you remove your spouse and children, what do you want now? And when you get a little bit of clarity on that, it allows you to make a decision of whether or not you're worthy of receiving that. You know, that was the, the pivot point for me, right, one of many, was saying, God, show me what I want. You know, show me what I'm supposed to have. He showed it to me. This, this is what you're here for. This is what you're supposed to do. But then I didn't think I was worthy, right? I didn't think I was qualified. I said, oh, well, I got to do this, and I started a doctorate program, and I got, you know, I put all this other mm-hmm. stuff in the way trying to justify qualification and looking for validation for something I was already designed to do in the first place. So if you could get a little clarity with what it is that you want and then decide if you're worthy, well, now you can make room for it with putting in some great what I call power down and power up routines. Um, you know, I'm an early riser. That's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I cannot hang very often at night unless I'm on. You know, if you turn the switch on, if I'm on the stage, if I'm on an interview, you know, I'm already running, the engine is going, I'm good. But typically mm-hmm. by 9.30 on a regular night, I know that the way I treat that evening is going to potentially justify how my morning is. So my power down routines include allowing me a little bit of space to brain dump. Um, as a creative, I have so much in my head. I have a solution for a solution for a solution, then I'm creating other things. I'm constantly um, inside my mind. My mind is on constant go. And it's usually great things, but it's, it could be very distracting, and it could take me off of focus very quickly. Um, and if you mix in worry with that, if I'm worried about something because of, of a lack of, of some area or my children's mm-hmm. health or my husband's health or anything, well, now you, didn't, you spit me out of control. So my power down routine that I suggest for many people is to have at least at least 30 minutes, possibly an hour, that is literally just for you. Now, a lot of us have kids and we're in caregiving responsibilities and doing all kinds of different things with, the, with older adults or family members or just jobs and you feel like, well, when I get home, all I want to do is crash. Just give yourself 20 to 30 minutes where you can go in the bathroom, rinse your face, maybe smell a little bit of lavender, you know, get in the mood, train your body, what, you know, depending on what your routine is, train your body to know that we are now transitioning from whatever that go, 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 go mode was into calming down, bring your heart rate down. For some people it's meditation and a little Pilates on the floor or yoga. For other people, it's like me, I just need 10 minutes to brain dump. I need to make mm-hmm. sure that I have my glass of water. Like that's important. It sounds small, but my room temperature glass of water is a signal to my body that we are calming down for the night, um, no matter what else might have went on for the day. Um, and then I have other little things where I'll, you know, I'll read a couple of pages on my Kindle or, you know, in mm-hmm. a, a hard copy book. Um, I try to get my husband to massage my feet every night, but that doesn't always work. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's, that's one routine that he doesn't he doesn't uh, abide by on a consistent basis. But um, I will actually just I love shea butter or coconut oil, so I'll start massaging my ankles and my feet and just kind of getting myself in the rhythm. Roughly thirty minutes. If I can give myself a full hour, that's what I aim for to just ease in. I don't do TV before bed. Um, I, I'm not really a music head, so I don't necessarily need music, but occasionally I might turn on something like a binaural um, beat, mm-hmm. you know, it's very instrumental just to kind of zone and, and melodic um, before I go to bed. So then in the morning when I wake up, 
I don't have a whole bunch of tape playing in my head all night where I was literally working. A lot of people are not sleeping. They're working in their head. They're not shutting down. Um, so when I get up anywhere from 3.15 to 3.45, um, as late as 5 a.m., if I'm having like a, like a really, really long day like I had last night in New York, um, and I will ease into my morning. I stretch. I pray. I'm grateful. I'm saying what I'm grateful for, mobility of my limbs, soundness of my mind, the fact that I can mm-hmm. smell or hear the birds outside. I'm grateful for the loud musical cars that's driving. I live in a city mm-hmm. that are driving past my house because I can hear them. So I'm literally going through that kind of like three, four-minute space of gratefulness before I even put my feet to the floor to go in the bathroom and kind of start the other parts of my power-up mm-hmm. routine. So I would suggest that people really get into a space of what works for you. It's not um, I can give you a hundred examples, but really, what's going to work for you that is in alignment with the energy you said you now need to go after what you want and be consistent with it. And it's interesting you said that, Nikita, because I know for me, because you know, like you, you know, we're constantly moving and and, and just going to go. But when I come home and I take off my shoes and I put my feet in the carpet, it's like a signal to my body. It's like okay, we're home now. Uh We are home, so now we can just kind of take things down slowly. And I'm like you, I don't do TV before bed. For some reason, I have a ritual now where I'll just kind of um, fluff my pillows up in the bed, just sit up in the bed for a few minutes, and then just just kind of be still. And then before I know it, I'm out sleep. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I like, and I, and I do the brain dump too because I have to get everything out of my head. So, like you, when I get up in the morning, which I don't get up as early as you, I'm, a, I'm I guess it'll be a late rise. I don't get up until five. And, no, that's um, an early riser. I'm just a little okay because you said three. You said three, so I'm like, okay, I'm two hours <laughs> after her. Um, but I do like my prayer, my meditation. I listen to you know very inspirational music. Sometimes I have a couple of um, videos that are very motivational that I mm-hmm. listen to, and that just, like, starts my day. And then mm-hmm. I'm ready. So, wow. Nikita, this has been a wonderful interview. Oh, my goodness. Something I will be listening to listeners over and over again. And she has a wonderful article, for those of you who can, on LinkedIn, called Work Balance. Does it have to be a dream? So make sure you check that out. So, Nikita, how can people connect with you? Mm, great questions. Um, I think the best way for all of your listeners is to join our community. We have um, a kind of refreshed breath of air that we put in our community. We call it Some of Me, um, which is not what you think. It's S-U-M. Um, and the Some of Me is making sure that people value all the parts of themselves. Um, all the parts that make them who they are, that will propel them to where they want to go. So in that community, they could go to join that community. They could go uh, right to our website, uh, which is thigpro.com forward slash me time, M-E-T-I-M-E. And they can join for free. And I'll start getting um, monthly and power play coaching videos and the new podcast that's coming out, Balance Boldly, they'll get links to that as well as, you know, some of the blogs and all of that, and an opportunity to get some clarity with free registration for eClarity Clinics if they're stuck at any point on their journey where they just really don't know where to go in life, relationships, or in business. Mm, did you hear that, listeners? I know I'll be signing up for myself. So. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> 
yes, I always could use more, you know, information, especially from somebody like who you who really knows how to make balanced living a reality. Well, I thank you so much, Nikita, for your time. Thank you, Janet. This was a pleasure. I enjoyed it. Um, I know your listeners get so much value from you every single week, and I pray that you continue to keep doing what you do without apology and allow yourself to make as many pivots as the world makes space for. You go, girl. You do it. Well, thank you, Nikita. You're welcome. Hello, this is Motivated Michelle Farmer of Mary Kay Cosmetics, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. That was a powerful interview with Nikita Figton, and yes, that was a pre-recorded, so a lot of you may have questions. And I would strongly suggest that, one, you get on Nikita's mailing list, but, two, reach out to her, and she can be connect, you can connect with her via LinkedIn. Um, I know she's on Instagram and all the other social media uh, venues as well. So um, just direct your questions directly to her, but I know some of you have listed your questions or just emailed to me, texted me, et cetera, so I will send them directly to her as well. But yes, balanced living is truly, truly a reality. And which takes me to our um, sponsor, Audible, is offering every listener a free audio book of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. So all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized, and you can choose from over 180 audio programs. And all you have to do is you download a title for free and you start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook selection for this week is No Regrets Living a Balanced Life by Rick McDonald. And he is basically a nurse's job with the care for those. Um, and basically, it's a message on how we can live our lives with no regrets, just no regrets, just, just living your life to the fullest. So, again, no regrets, living a balanced life by Rick McDonald is our audiobook selection for this week. And moving on to Taylor Tip time, a little off of Nikita on balanced living, but also it's kind of a segue into Next week's topic, which I'll be talking about, organized living, because that's part of the balanced living as well, and a lot of people don't feel you can have an organized life because they're they're both relatively the same. So I'm going to give you about seven keys to living the organized life, and as the weeks go on, I'm going to be going into a little bit more detail. But the first thing you always need to do in order to just live an organized life is you need to plan your day, your week, and make sure that there's always time for you. One of the things I've shared many times is that I make sure I color code my calendar, which I use Google. And for those of you who may use something else, but I color code it so that I make sure every week there's something yellow. Yellow represents Janet. 
Yellow represents something fun, whether it's taking time and just um, spending time with friends, maybe doing some personal time, but I have to have it in there at least once a week because I have to give, give myself some time. Also, what's key to living the balanced but also organized life is making sure you take care of your body, which means making sure that you feed yourself what is good for your body type because there's a lot of different diets out there, but you need to focus on what's best for you. And, of course, if you listen to, go back to some of my previous podcasts, I've had some awesome guests that share their insight on how you can do that. Number three, making sure you get enough sleep. Because as Nikita shared, is that if she does not go to bed by a certain time, same way all of us are. And I know that even when I'm scheduling my time, not to overbook myself, which is why even though I have all of these wonderful Google calendars and access to them via my phone, my tablet, my laptop, I still have a plain paper calendar. And I started that because it allows me to really see what my schedule is and to see if I'm overbooking and to see if I need to just say no to something or ask if they can schedule it for another date so I don't cause myself stress because I'm trying to take on too much in a short period of time. Of course, exercising is good, and today I'm happy because despite the rain here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I got my 10,000 steps in. I figured if people can run in the rain, all I have to do is put on a baseball cap and, and just start walking. Number five, get organized. When you can find things the first time, you do not get frustrated. So getting organized, of course, is a big part of really, truly living that organized life, but also just living in balance because you're not stressed when you're trying to find something. Number six is delegate, hire, and get an assistant. And I know a lot of times, for example, in your home, there may be lots of different things you need to do. If you've got teenagers, you know teenagers, maybe instead of you out there mowing the lawn, of course, it's getting into the fall, but have them do it. Have them shovel snow. Hire somebody to do it. Um, I One time I had Fourth of July party, and I was stressing because there were people coming. I was excited, but then I started thinking of the menu, and I – I'm not the type of person that is skilled at cooking for a large number of people. My member, my mentor said, Janet, have you ever thought about catering? Delegate. And even for you business people out there, I know a lot of times you're looking at the bottom line, but one of my clients who was asked, why would you hire Janet to do something? And she said, because I charge anywhere from two to $400 an hour. I do not need to be wasting my time doing a task when I can pay Janet to do it. So think about that. And, of course, also, as I said in the beginning, plan your day, your week, and and make sure you have time for fun. Make sure you have time for fun. When living balanced living and living organized life, make sure you have time for fun. So plan your day and your week. Eat a balanced meal. Get enough sleep. Exercise. Get organized. 
learn to delegate in your home and at the office and have fun. So that is my tailor tip time for the week. And, of course, those of you who follow me, today is Monday. Tomorrow is Tuesday. So make sure that tomorrow is Tosser Tuesday and you get rid of all the junk in your bag, your purse, as well as your tote. So because statistics says that we carry about seven to nine pounds on our shoulders, so get rid of all of that stuff. My app suggestion for this week is Time and I, and it's a free, visually appealing, non-distraction, time-tracking app for personal use to monitor how much time you spend on basically anything from work projects to hobbies. And this is good because then it can help you decide how long it will take you to do a task or maybe if you're donating your time to a charity, to maybe working on a new project, to even when you want to just make sure that you don't waste too much time doing different tasks in your home. So it's time and I, and it's an app. My product suggestion is things to do around the house pad, and it's from CJ and Works, and it gives you a format for organizing all the little tasks that add up to your housework. So some of you, I know I'm very visual, and I do that. Like today I had like three or four little things that I needed to do because I went to uh, celebrate my birthday. So basically I wrote them on a little piece of paper, and sometimes you can put it on your um, notebook. You can put it, I'm a, still a notebook girl sometimes, so that is something as well. And, of course, my repurposed suggestion is those containers to store the plastic bags because we, we, whatever store we go to, we get the plastic bags. Some people on the paper, some people actually get their own. Um, Take their bags. But when you do get a bag, you can use your wife containers, coffee cans, or tissue boxes to organize them. And actually, I did a periscope on how to do just that. But for your app suggestion, your product suggestion, as well as your repurpose suggestion, you can go to my Pinterest page at Janet M. Taylor, and you can go to at my board that says apps that will help you stay organized products that will help you stay organized, and my repurpose items that will help. So next week, because we're running out of time, at a wonderful interview, next week I'm going to be starting the Organize Your Life 2016 because a lot of you started January saying these are the things I wanted to do. February came. You are like, I still got a couple of months. Well, now we're moving into October, and before October hits, I just want to give you a few keys on how to really get your life organized. And I think for me, because today is my birthday and I'm just going through a whole new year thing, I really wanted to bring that to you. And happiness starts with you, not with your relationship, not with your job, not with your money, but with you. That's my motivational quote for this week. Happiness starts with you, not with your relationship not with your job, and not with your money. So I so thank you so much for joining me this evening. Please be sure to go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Make sure you check out my Take Back Your Power Keys promotion. And, of course, sign up 
to be a part of my mailing list on my newsletter. And I thank you so much for listening. And be sure to share this podcast with your family, friends, and your social media network. And please, until you make sure you have a clutter-free day, but most of all, you have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter 